Welcome to the Tortoise Ecofin Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we provide timely updates on the market. Good to be with you today. I'm Quinn Kiley, Managing Director and Energy Portfolio Manager at Tortoise, and I'm happy to host this week's Quick Take Podcast. As James mentioned last week, we have launched into the first quarter earnings season. By most reports, the economic recovery in the U.S. is in full gear. In fact, it was reported that the economy grew over 6% in the first quarter. While the vaccine rollout is having the desired effect in the economy here, outcomes internationally have not been as robust. In fact, it was reported by Argus Media that up to five liquefied natural gas tankers intended for India were redirected last week as demand has fallen in that country. Overall, the energy infrastructure company news has been strong, but this story indicates our optimistic outlook should also contain some caution. The soap opera that is new pipeline development in the U.S. continues with a few notable news bites. The Supreme Court heard oral arguments on the Penn East pipeline in New Jersey. The court is being asked to preserve the pipeline's rights to use eminent domain under the Natural Gas Act to secure the rights of ways needed for the pipe. North Carolina once again rejected an extension of the Mountain Valley Pipeline. Additionally, the Dakota Access Pipeline has announced plans to request a review of the case by the Supreme Court. Finally, President Biden addressed the nation last week to lay out his broadly defined infrastructure bill. Some of this bill may impact the energy infrastructure companies we invest in, but we will wait to see Congress's input before we judge the outcomes. With that high-level overview, let's look at the market performance for the week. Markets were mixed. The Alarian MLP index finished up 1.7% and is up 30.5% year-to-date. Other energy stocks, represented by the Energy Select Sector Index, were up 3.7% for the week. In broader markets, the S&P 500 gained 4 basis points, and the 10-year Treasury yields rose 6 basis points to finish at 1.63%. There were too many earnings announcements last week to cover fully in the time we have here, so we'll hit several across the energy value train to get a larger sense of what transpired during the quarter. On the integrated oil front, both Exxon and Chevron reported earnings on Friday. Upstream earnings were strong for both as higher commodity prices drove the results. Downstream earnings disappointed, but largely due to the impacts from winter storm Uri, a common theme across energy this quarter. Despite these impacts, both companies generated meaningful free cash flow. The duo also announced updates on their energy transition efforts. Exxon gave some additional detail on its existing carbon capture and sequestration efforts and future aspirations. Chevron announced a strategic alliance with Toyota to commercialize hydrogen as a transportation fuel. British Petroleum announced an intention to eliminate natural gas flaring in the Permian Basin. This is an example of low-hanging fruit for energy companies to reduce their greenhouse gas footprint, as it merely requires well connections to midstream assets. But this does require capital investments, and BP plans to spend $1.3 billion to accomplish this goal. In midstream earnings announcements, the economic recovery is apparent as well. Production in the Bakken drove better than expected results for One Oak, S Midstream, and Crestwood. One Oak and Crestwood also benefited from the winter storm by delivering volumes into a tight market. This confirms a read-through from Kinder Morgan's earnings, which also saw a benefit from the storm. This morning, Enterprise Product Partners was out with an earnings beat, also likely driven by marketing natural gas into a high-price environment. We think the next big beneficiary will be Energy Transfer when they announce earnings this week. ET has significant natural gas storage assets that likely provide them the opportunity to sell into the price spikes we saw in February. Additionally, the company has previously noted that their electricity supply is almost entirely hedged, so any price spikes there would not translate into losses for the company. Magellan Midstream also announced earnings and in a positive move raised 2021 guidance by 5%. Magellan proved resilient last year, and that trend continues. 
With projections for free cash flow after distributions in the range of $350 million this year, market expectations for equity buybacks may be building and would be welcome, in our view. A driver of Magellan's success has been the recovery in refined product demand in the Midwest. Last week, we heard from refiners Marathon Petroleum, Phillips 66, and PBF Energy. And demand recovery has reached the coasts as well. Generally speaking, gasoline demand is just shy of pre-COVID levels, near 95%. Diesel demand is actually coming in higher than before the pandemic, but aviation fuel is still lingering near 75% of previous demand. The refiners are currently running at 85% utilization to meet this demand. Despite these strong data points, the impact of the winter storm URI negatively impacted the first quarter earnings for refinery companies with Texas or Gulf Coast assets. That said, the entire group has expressed optimism for the rest of 2021. Despite the healthy activity levels from the refiners, we saw a build in U.S. crude oil inventories last week. The number was offset by a larger-than-expected draw in distillate inventories, which include diesel and fuel oil. This latter data point seems more in line with what we were hearing from the industry. On the natural gas front, we saw a smaller-than-normal injection to storage in the U.S. The setup for natural gas appears bullish to us as U.S. inventories are below five-year average levels and European inventories remain low after a cold winter. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Please stay safe. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode. Have topics you want covered or other feedback to share? Write us at info at Nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax, legal, or investment advice. Investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation. This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although we believe that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors. You should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intention. Discussion or analysis of any specific company-related news or investment sectors are meant primarily as a result of recent newsworthy events surrounding those companies or by way of providing updates on certain sectors of the market. Through our family of registered investment advisors, we provide investment advice to related funds and others that includes investment into those sectors or companies discussed in these podcasts. As a result, we stand to beneficially profit from any rise in value from many of the companies mentioned herein, including companies within the investment sectors broadly discussed.